you know, we're we're back here at the studio in my mom's basement. <laughs> Today we are interviewing this dude who is uh, on the other side of the world. So tell us where you're from. You are where right now? Sydney, Australia. Sydney, Australia. Shit, that's crazy. That's like, like across the planet. Literally. <laughs> you are the 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 farthest living person from us right now <laughs> yeah no like like that we've ever had on the show which is pretty dope yeah dude mrp's international now man yeah i know right we we global bro <laughs> yo so um all right so before we like talk about like music and stuff um tell us a little bit about yourself like where did you grow up i grew up in sydney all my family's in iran i think i Grew up a year in Iran, but I was I was like three years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been in Sydney, and that's about it, to be honest. Yeah. No, oh, nice man. <clears throat> Have you ever been to the U.S.? No, I haven't. Not yet. Well, my family's from Iran, and the U.S. Aren't, don't take too kindly on Iran. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, right. the U.S. doesn't take too kindly to us either. So yeah, bro. Yeah. You know, <laughs> actually, you know, all of us here are immigrants. I came to the states when I was like three years old. Oh, really? From where? Uh, from Venezuela. Wow. Yeah. Right. Well, well, I was born here, but they still don't like me. I mean, <laughs> you know, we're all around the same skin tone, so. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? We're all brown <laughs> men here, bro. But yeah, man, that's cool. Don't, don't, don't come here. It's not that great. Everybody here is trying to get out. God, I want to get out, man. Dude, I want to go to. We should go to Sydney. That's where I want to go. Let's go to Sydney, bro. Let's make a music video. <laughs> what? so much homies been asking questions could address him or keep him guessing because neither pleasant and i've always known the lesson but i still ignore it passing on as the message without action acceptance you fall for it all in all it's the same right watch late night on a late night i can see through the stage right in corner the magnum opus trying to make a song about my lack of worth ethic and i still manage to lose focus <laughs> well one day we gonna get it right i'm a run in the second half way better right yo so um wait hold on <laughs> Is your name Kionash? Am I pronouncing that right or is that wrong? Uh, it's Kionush or Kianush. Ah, okay. Oh, Kianush. Okay, I've always just kind of like guessed how to say it and never really like knew if I was saying it right or not. Yeah, I don't blame you. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's like my last name, bro. Like, I didn't learn how to spell my last name till I was in like third or fourth grade. You have a you have a, a, a hard last name, though. It's like Villazana. Like, <laughs> yeah, my last name is Villazana. It's like V-I-L-L-A-Z. And you didn't know that till you were in third grade. Dude, no, bro. Like, my teacher made me, like, practice spelling my last name. Jesus. That's funny. I think oh, that's just man. him, though. He's not the uh, the brightest. Yeah. So. Most people know that, so. Hey. My mom says I'm smart. <laughs> Yo, bro. So, um, from my understanding, you know, obviously, you know, you make music. You're a rapper, you know. But um, one thing I am curious of is do you have a day job? I literally just quit it to just do more of this shit. I've been writing a lot more. I've been doing a lot more screenwriting and just general working all towards um, the creative stuff. Hell yeah. And like three weeks ago, I just dropped the day job to, to focus on that for now. I mean, I'll see what else comes up, but I want it to be in line with the work that I'm trying to do, not just kind of a whatever day job. Anymore. That's awesome. What were you What were you doing before? Like, I, I guess what, what was arcade. The what? An arcade. Oh, oh right on! What the <laughs> That's hell? That's sick, awesome! <laughs> like yeah. as like a like a like you just played games. <laughs> yeah, definitely. For the first like year and a half, 
Yeah, and then a manager came in that was like serious about the job and we all just left. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's awesome. Did you have a lot of like downtime at the job to sort of uh, let your creative mind fly around, you know? Yeah, actually, I, I, um, the most I wrote and edited a lot of the videos for that I've just released at work, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, that's pretty sick. See, I think those are the- Working the job yourself, so it gets to the point where there's no one there and you got nothing to do. Yeah. And I've always got right, so it just works out. Nice. That's, that's awesome, perfect. dude. Yeah. I think that's like the best kind of, well, okay. I guess from a job point of view, it's not the best kind of job, but I, I, I've always wanted a job where I can just like, when I don't really have to do anything so I can just think and yeah. I can just like do my own stuff on the side while still physically being here I guess but you yeah, know yeah still getting paid feels yeah. good yeah. right <laughs> yeah definitely you're like cheating the system in that way I'm 100% recommend that damn that's awesome dude yo so like aside from like rapping and playing games um what other hobbies do you have I watch a stupid amount of films. Hell yeah. Hey, okay. That's the stuff. Film junkie. I uh, love it. Yeah. Um, I'm mostly, honestly, just. I'm watching films or writing or I'm. It's mostly got to do with film these days. They're still kind of hobbies to me, a lot of them, but I'm, I'm just kind of obsessed with that world. Yeah. Um, and then music wise, just, just listening to good music. And I haven't been making music for a little bit. Um, and then sport, I guess we play some tennis, play some basketball, play some football. Um, but in terms of hobbies, like I love what I do. So the, the line between hobby and work for me is very close. Like I'll wake up oh. and I just want to write. And I don't feel That's like awesome. I want to work, you know, it does not like I feel like I need to write for the sake of getting work done. It's yeah. just all I want to do. So it's kind of a hobby in that sense because there's nothing else I'd rather be doing in that oh, moment. Yeah, but I could perfect. watch films forever. So that's, Bro, that's literally what's what's uh, a what, what are your um, what are some of your favorite movies? I don't like asking people what their favorite movie is because that's like oh, the hardest man, question on the planet. I'm, yeah, I'm really yeah. big on foreign films. I think in the last few years I've gotten way more into foreign films than I used to be. I okay. think I was just scared of subtitles back in the day when I was a kid. <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. Um, but there's all there's so many good films, man. It's hard. Yeah, absolutely. Favorite films? That's tough, bro. Well, okay, let's let's narrow it down a little bit. What's what's uh let's say your favorite movie that you saw like in 2019? <laughs> like, I mean, you know, oh, okay, because 2019 okay, was like, a good year for movies, movies. I think. Parasite, I would have to say. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, okay, absolutely. I, I, absolutely. And now I'm a Bong Joon Ho stand, and I love all these films. Right on, dude. Definitely. Right on. I have not but seen Parasite. Honestly, 2019 so was good. a good film. For, it was. Uh, for the year for films, it really was. Especially considering this year's just not even abysmal yet. it's yeah. abysmal although i just saw a trailer today that a friend showed me uh it's a movie written and directed by aaron sorkin who's like one of my favorite uh screenwriters and yeah, he's uh, great. he there he's doing a movie called the trial of the chicago seven it's gonna come on netflix oh, I saw that. yeah i saw the trailer and i was like honestly first five seconds i was sold because hey, just I mean, like aaron sorkin i'm down directing it yeah, he's writing it and directing it, or wrote it and directed it, and that's like, man, it's gonna be the most Sorkin movie ever, yeah. and I'm, I'm so there for it, man, because he's, he's one of my favorites. That's really cool. So you do, um, apart from the music, you do like screenwriting and stuff like that. 
Yeah, I'm actually honestly trying to transition uh, a lot more into film with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That's really cool because I've been I've been trying to do the same thing for for years. Like I've been uh, just sort of reaching out all these creative things and seeing which one works, you know. And I've I've been uh, reading a bunch of books on screenwriting, but I don't know. It's just it's hard for me, uh, like motivational wise, but. You know, yeah. but kind I, of the books help you a lot, or they kind of just teach you to think like this. I think what I need is something to sort of teach me to think like this, because I'm like all over the oh, place, okay. you know. So like, I, I when I read um, Save the Cat, it's like uh, I don't know if you know that book. It's like a book on uh, kind of the format of screenwriting. Um, right, it's sort of it helped kind of bring things into perspective, and it sort of showed me to stop you know, watching things and reading things from just an entertainment point of view and doing it more as a critical, like, you know, finding out what works and what doesn't and why it works and things like that. So, um, that's, uh, that's, that's really cool that you do that. And it's, it's, uh, it's refreshing to hear people when they, who are into like screenwriting and like writing, uh, storytelling and things like that. Cause especially you, like if you, you do music and you rap and stuff, they, they go hand in hand being able to use your words as kind of a magician to like create these things, create these worlds. And like, I don't know, that's, yeah. that's, that's like, that's, that's the greatest thing, man. I think that's the greatest thing that humans can do is, is fucking right. Tough one time. I love sunshine, but the darkness made me who I am. A carcass waits for you, I am mostly here for you. And when I die, smoke my ashes too. I've been ashing catchums too, like I had to do. Less cartoons, more passion fruit. Less harpoons, no more catching you. Let me love myself because it's magical. Let me love myself because it's magical. Yeah, it's yeah. funny you say that actually, because I mean, I guess I am um, seen as a, a rapper, a jazz rapper, to be sure. Um, but I've always kind of seen myself as a writer. To be honest. Mm-hmm. I've always seen the writing as just the prime focus, and, and essentially what I'm trying to get across. The music, everything else. I mean, it's incredibly important. Mm-hmm. But in terms of my expression, it's always kind of been writing. So going to screenwriting for me, it. It, it didn't feel like a change. It didn't feel like it actually was really easy because there's a lot of things. I mean, with rap, especially you're confined to rhyming mm-hmm. 90% of the time within some, at some point you got to rhyme it. So you can't really just tell all these stories and build these characters and worlds without sounding kind of corny or yeah. just a huge <laughs> thing. And it's a whole storytelling yeah. album. Yeah. But with screenwriting, you just create a character and you voice yourself through them. And for me, I just realized I had so much on my mind, so much to say that I wasn't getting through music until mm-hmm. I started screenwriting. Because I started writing, and then I just didn't stop. And I've got all these scripts now that obviously that's awesome. come out. You know what I mean? That's that is so awesome, cool. dude. That's you're fucking doing it. You know, like you're like so many people, like so many people have trouble just you know getting that first one done or getting that idea mm-hmm. written down and finalized. That like. I don't know, like as someone who struggles so much with getting something down, you know, to see somebody yeah. who's pushing all that stuff and like getting it all out. It's, That's it's, why I was interested to see um, the books and, and how they helped you. Because I thought for me, I, I was kind of worried at first that, that I didn't want to start out reading all the books because I thought mm-hmm. just write first and see how it comes out. Yeah. And it'll be all over the place and it'll be kind of, but just see how your style without any um, inspiration or any, anyone coming in and kind of, Telling you what, what your idea yeah. expression is, yeah. how it seems. And I kind of just went along with that. And then I slowly fine tuned it and you learn and stuff, but it wasn't that kind of lost where I was like, I don't actually know what I'm doing. I felt like it was kind of 
in the lines of the screenplay and then i worked nice. up that that's awesome man i'm, I'm gonna do it your way fuck a book yeah okay. honestly fuck honestly you don't, you don't think it cause like you know you might write 10 scripts and really love one and be like that's the one i want to give to someone or that's what i want to make but those other nine got you to that one yeah, a lot of the yeah. Time. you're building yeah. a muscle essentially so the more you write a lot of it you might hate the story halfway through you might just think it doesn't go where you want it but you're actually just oh, yeah. always challenging yourself to realize how the fuck am i gonna make this work as a start to a finish and have a middle in there and just thinking like that you'll you'll build that muscle a bit more that's awesome yeah because i've hated plenty of my stories boy let me tell you i just scrapped so many things man and i'm just like you know what this isn't even worth finishing because oh, it's right. shit <laughs> that's the artist yeah, i think a lot of the time you can ride and have this whole idea but sometimes you just write you don't even know what's gonna happen yeah that's a good way to look at it you're writing being the character and it might come out really great yeah that's awesome man that's, yeah, that's really great we're gonna have to man we should do a whole other episode about that <laughs> yeah dude but you know yeah, what let's, let's... writing lesson <laughs> hell yeah dude yes. fuck yeah but let's uh let's dive into the music man because that's what that's what i i'm, I'm i want to be impressed by yeah because i because jose told us about uh told us about you when uh you know when he pitched the idea for this episode and i had never heard of it you know um and then he sent us the uh the ep and everything and uh i was listening to it and man that is that is some that is some hot shit man dude it was good that wasn't is some it? hot shit the yeah. ep was dope bro yeah dude like i, I was like it. i was like holy crap there's not any more of this like <laughs> <laughs> like i mean um because man i was i was blown away especially because everything now is just such garbage you know dude. like there's it's it's yeah. so much garbage and then you know to hear you and to hear uh the record i was like holy crap this guy's this guy a knows what he's doing like he knows what he's doing with his words he knows how to use the sounds like all the phonics everything was man i, I loved it i was blown away by it dude you know the ep i was i was legit blown away by it you know how long did that take you to to like put together like what was the creative process for that down alone down alone i should be happy to die in my home i know the hole is finally a piece and she's still right here with me to the bone angels are real they're all over the streets family love only reason i'm here money make men disappear men want the money for keeps that's when we know that they grown down alone feel i'm worthy of love don't step in my um that ep i'm actually really glad a lot of people really seem to connect with it and, and enjoy it um more than i kind of thought about it but it's it's honestly just an assortment of songs that mm-hmm. came about during um me working on an album or working on this sort of bigger project that i've been working on for years now mm-hmm. and they're just sort of I mean, you can tell when you listen to the project, every song is completely different. It's its own world. There's yeah, almost that's no true. reference from one song to another mm-hmm. in any way. There's, you could put a few things near each other, but they just, to me, are completely different. And that was the thing I essentially wanted to do. It's kind of like a smorgasbord of this is a bunch of the styles that, that um, we're into and that, that we're kind of manipulating and working with. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the sound that we're, that we're trying to hone in on and fix in the future. But it was also just a bunch of songs that I had that I really, really liked. And I was thinking of putting them all out of singles and a party was like, people 
and me in general, and, and it's it's kind of a dying art now, love a good project, just a little something that yeah. has its own experience in it. Even if it's short, it's just when it works, it really works a lot more than I love that one song and that other song, mm-hmm. it, especially now in the streaming age and the, the playlist culture. Having a project that you can kind of sit front to back really, for me, is is it's just kind of special. It's, it's a bit more personal in a sense as well. Um, and so for me, I kind of wanted to structure it in a way where you're listening and you're never really sh- sure what the next song's going to sound like, mm-hmm. but you kind of get what I'm trying to do when you're there for it. You're not, just, you're not just going, what's he doing jumping all over the place? It's got a sort of tone that, that kind of comes up and down. You know, honestly, what I'd say is, uh, like when I was listening to it, um, like I said, I mean, the first, my first impression was, wow, that was short i wish there was so much more of that <laughs> yeah but you know you hearing you explain it it makes so much more sense because when you have something that's short especially with you know my stupid attention span and like you know all of exactly. our attention yeah. spans like <laughs> it's kind of hard for us to sort of you know stick with one thing and i think the fact that it was so short not only did it sort of show your versatility uh stylistically speaking because i think from like songs like um what was the the first one from like work ethic and then stuff to like karma which was kind of pretty pretty big difference from you know those two tracks and i it showed uh so much more range in this such short amount of time that you got you get so much more of your own artistic expression and about and your own artistic range than you would with you know a guy putting out 12 tracks that all sound exactly the same exactly you know it it, it does make so much more sense hearing you explain that uh because i was taken back i was like wow that song was like two minutes long where's the rest of it but honestly it just you're right it breathes more and it lives more on its own and it has um it just it's it has its own personality and it yeah. feels more organic that way and i man I, i'm telling you i was blown away by this by this ep i really was dude it was it was, yeah, it was there's fun. actually it's funny Sarah, there was a song that i left off the ep um that it was essentially seven tracks at the beginning and then it got to a point where i realized that song in particular it 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 the balance is a bit off with it. That mm-hmm. was one thing, but it also, it just felt like it didn't, every song added its its own kind of specific element and something different that I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. And that one felt like it had either already been said or the sound was just in this mix of songs, a bit redundant. Mm-hmm. And then I got rid of that and then it flowed exactly how I wanted it to. But oh, it was perfect. for a little while, I, I was like, these are just songs again that are just a sword in a certain way, but you still want that for the for the front to the back for you to get a bit of an understanding of the range that we're trying to show and that one was kind of like stifling a little bit mm-hmm. so as soon as we got rid of that seemed perfect oh dang nice. so you really were you were meticulous with you know putting the thought into it and I, how exactly yeah, you wanted it to sound people hate working with me because of hey <laughs> it worked though man like you got you oh, got your man. point across perfectly yeah, i think honestly was, like it was great man so thank you. your your style man it's like really unique and i love it like it doesn't sound like a lot of like new stuff that's being put out by a lot of these it artists. doesn't sound like any new stuff Dude, bro like <laughs> i fucking dig it all the way from like when you rapped over fucking the the shook ones beat like how wow many- <laughs> yeah that's a real thing dude yeah bro like all the way up until like Even I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah dude oh man and honestly like um one of my favorite tracks um that you put out aside from like the ones on the ep is your love is weird i fucking yeah loved it 
was such a great track. I still play it. I've got that a lot. It's really interesting. A lot of people specifically said that's their favorite song. Yeah, dude. Like, not your only good song. Not. It's just. I don't know. It's just. A, that was a track that really like stood out. And speaking of this, like, um, let's talk about your musical inspirations. Like, like what artists inspire you, or like where do you get your sound from? Mm, um. In terms of where I get my sound from, um, I would say like the direct influences would be the three. I've always kind of thought of like when I hear my sound, I realize that's that's uh, something I picked up from him. That's a lot from him. Is I'd say Mick Jenkins, Asai Rashad, and Kendrick. Yes! Oh my god! I just hear those three a lot. That the, a lot of the ad lib inspiration I get of just going dumb in my ad libs came from Asaya, <laughs> just because he doesn't give a. He'll just be like. Eh. And it sounds so good. Like, yeah, dude. Like, dude, Mick Jenkins, bro. So I, good. I fucking love Isaiah Rashad. Dude, I, I met Isaiah Rashad at a show, at a school. Oh, really? Show. Yeah, bro. Um, fucking got VIP passes. Um, it was a show in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, I remember to the school. And, shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, dude. And Isaiah Rashad is from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah. And um, I used to live there. And I have a buddy uh, who I used to go to school with used to sell him weed. And so he's like, yeah, I know Isaiah Rashad. I was like, what? And he's like, you coming to the show? I'm like, hell yes. We met at the show, blah, blah, blah. Then we stayed after. And then Isaiah came out. Um, he actually performed. He wasn't on the roster, but he made like a surprise like appearance. And then me and my buddies stayed after the show, took pictures with him, chatted. Like it was it was dope. He's a really cool dude. Nice guy, I assume. What? Is he a nice guy? Yeah, dude, dude. He's he's great. He's he's short. I'm I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm five eleven. It's like like every time I see someone in like a picture, movie, video, anything, like I always picture them being like, like eye level with me, you know. But yeah, it's all perspective. <laughs> yeah, it's all perspective. I like this dude was like this tall, like right. I mean, I it, it's just like the the visual like shocker. It's like wow, I thought you were. Oh talking. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and like Schoolboy Q's a small with, dude too. People would get that with Kendrick all the time. He's King Kendrick. Like, yeah, like. exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kendrick actually had a, a free, um, a free concert in Atlanta like two years ago and I didn't know about it until after it was done and it happened like 10 minutes from my house and I was so pissed that I missed it. Oh, <laughs> you guys are in like, Atlanta, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, bro. It's fucking sweet. Atlanta would be incredible for live performance, hey? Just as a rap fan. No, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's really something down here. It's like half, half the rappers that are, the thing is for us, half the rappers that are coming up because you know 90% of us listen to our hip hop from America. Um, most of the rappers that are coming up when they're small and it's real, they're, they're incredible. They're really just doing small shows in America. They're not coming over here yet. Yeah. By the time they get over here, they either like aren't as good or it's a massive stadium. But we'll never get those experiences that a lot of you guys get, like those crazy free shows or the one dollar shows mm -hmm. cold us, things like that. I always think that's just must feel great seeing those crazy shows. Dude, it is, man. If if you ever feel like performing in atlanta like bro bro <laughs> bro <laughs> we got you there is something that's really uh, really unique and beautiful about something like an, a performance so intimate like that you know because it's it's people who are there for for the connection you know mm. and it's not about you know any sort of you know idolizing you know stars or celebrity or anything it's just straight about the connection and about connecting over the music and it's it's awesome man yeah you know the music scene yeah, down here is it's it's awesome yeah especially in atlanta bro the music scene is huge and everyone's trying to be a rapper here bro like 
Uh, yeah, but that's weird. Everyone, it's <laughs> trash. Every hood bro in Atlanta thinks he can rap, dude. Like my entire high school is like trying to be a rapper now. You know, all high school. Is yeah, to be a dude. Honestly, I mean, because so back in the day in high school, I mean, I used to rap also in high school. But you know, I was like, you know what? It's cool. I can leave that behind. You know, but like now, there's probably only three or four people who are actually like with with talent you know everyone else is just hopping on the same you know with this weird atlanta trend uh like i don't yeah, know you guys you guys change the game man dude yeah, yeah but like so it, many it's, it's been like both good and bad you know because i feel that it's uh yes you know we kind of revolutionized you know what that sound was and like we created our own sound it's a good and bad thing but now people are kind of taking the sound and just just replicating it and sort of dumbing it down and not really you know feeling it at its core or feeling you know where this music came from or why it oh, sounds yeah, the way it does you know <laughs> yo so personally i um i don't listen to too much new music because i don't i mean that's just my personal thing i don't really like too many like new artists or anything like that so i kind of um my music taste is more like underground so like i don't know like what about you like do you know like do you have any like underground rappers that you like to listen to also aside from like big ones um yeah there's a few that there's a few i mean there's a few underground rappers that are, it, there's a weird line now between kind of indie rappers that are doing really well like yeah part mm-hmm, of friend, mm-hmm. the marlon crafts that are incredible but they're kind of making pretty good names i mean chance was one of them yeah right? yeah chance was one of them yeah um chance when he was small the whole save money chicago movement was like one of the biggest that's what got me really into hip hop because they were just doing whatever they wanted and it was so fun and dumb but also really smart they'd have all these gems that they dropped but they didn't really care especially with everything going on in chicago i love the idea of them just being happy and Mm -hmm. promoting positive music and kind of the drill scene and everything else that went on um but yeah there's a few smaller rappers grip's great um, and he released that snub nose project that was really fascinating. I thought that the it looks at kind of um, gun violence, but in the perspective of a gun. <laughs> that makes any sense yeah i mean <laughs> yeah it definitely makes you know it's it's another perspective which makes it yeah more it's, interesting, it's interesting automatically sure. you know yeah it's interesting um and there's a lot of underground artists from, from here actually that are really good but it's it's I think music's moving more towards vibe, if you will, and less towards um, lyricism strictly. Yeah, bro, that's why hearing your EP was so refreshing. Yeah, because like, uh, I'm telling you, dude, I'm telling you, when I heard it, I was like, this guy knows exactly what he's doing with this. Like all the alliteration, man, and all like the, that's what what gives me like this musical boner, you know, is is hearing this like, oh man, it was great. Especially four bars, four man, Jesus Christ. Dude, four bars. Jesus oh, Christ, God. that record, oh. the man, 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 oh, that shit was, that shit was fly. I had my mouth open like half of the song, which is like, uh, <laughs> dude, dude, that was a great song to make. That was so much fun. 
Yeah, dude, I saw the like I've I've watched all like the skin tune music videos and everything. Like those are super awesome, super creative, man. I fucking love it. I don't know how Thanks, you guys don't that's have just, like a that's just making do with COVID and no money. Yeah, with COVID and no money. Yeah, it's <laughs> life, bro. <laughs> you know? I mean, all our videos have really been no budget or just whatever money we kind of track at it. But it, it teaches you to really um, work with what you have. And, and that there's really great, there's a great frame kind of everywhere mm-hmm. in a sense. It shows you what's important, you know? And if you can make a dope-ass yeah. music video on such a low budget, like, do you really need, like, a really big budget, man? Unless you're trying to make yeah. special effects. Even with like, the 4x4 one, I mean, that's just, we just showed up to an alleyway and <laughs> shot it. And I mean, you know, you can get more lighting, uh, you can fix a lot of stuff, but yeah, the actual yeah. aesthetic of that video would be diminished with more money in a sense because it mm. feels like it's a budget-free, two guys trying to make a video out of nothing. The whole story fits into it. Yeah. So in some ways, it can, can help, in my opinion. Hell yeah, yeah I mean, I mean yeah, that's crazy. I'm so impressed, man. It's yeah, crazy. dude, this, it's, it's been great. I man. need to listen to like all your things. So one of the <laughs> last, last things I want to like talk about, um, future projects. What do you have? Yeah. Planned? Um, I've been working on an album for a while. Um, it, it was, it's called Festivus at this point, I guess. I don't know if it'll always be called Festivus, but it's been called Festivus like four or five years. Um, that's, that album will definitely happen. I'll definitely release a debut album. When, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, just cause we've been, this year we've been releasing like heavy. There's been a lot of releases. So we'll probably take the rest of the year off and, and just write and do our thing. Um, but I think before the year or maybe new year um, or early next year, I'll be, um, releasing a song that's pretty, it goes pretty hard. Hey, all right, okay. It's I've never really done before. It's just bars for continuous amounts of time. Oh my god, um, perfect. But we'll we'll see when that happens. I'm trying to I'm trying to um, just kind of fill things out for now because I'm used to just pushing songs out all the time and always being in the studio. And it feels kind of nice to breathe for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, dude, you've um. I feel like this year you've put out more music than you have in like the last like four years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know man. why. I think it just timed, but yeah, I think it's just the timing of everything. Cause we just got all these projects together and everyone's worked together around the same time. And then we just did this crazy release schedule of a song a week or a project a week for like five artists. Damn, and dude. it got to a point where by the time it was all done, we we're just like, Jesus Christ, we should probably wait a little bit. Longer. <laughs> <laughs> it was also just done because most uh, of those songs were just about all of us have been sitting around for so long that it's always really nice to just get them out. People start hearing them and it's you're done with it. Mm. Sitting on something for way too long can often just spoil it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Dope, man. I am very pleased to to have you on here, man. Like, for real, like thanks for taking the time to like being with us. Alright, nice to have me, guys. Um, we pretty much covered most of everything I wanted to cover. Um, you see, um, like like when I sent you the script, like this is like general. Like I wasn't going, like we weren't going like line by line. It's just to have like an idea, you know, and like in the yeah. end, and in the end, I think it flowed pretty well, you know. And so yeah, yeah, man. But again, for everyone who's out there listening, uh, the name is what was it, Kionash? Yeah, close enough. Sorry, people. Uh, <laughs> the EP is Dying Alone. Dying Alone. Dying Alone. Go check it out. It Go. is on Spotify. Do you have a YouTube channel you want to plug in real quick? Or uh... Yeah, just the Spreadbook Syndicate channel. That's the label. 
Hey, right on. Okay, right on. Right man. on, guys. Go Hell check yeah. them out, man, because some fire. Some fire. All right, man. Well, I guess you're going to go out and enjoy the rest of your day, and we're probably going to get ready for bed. <laughs> <pretty soon. laughs> <laughs> it was oh, a pleasure guys thanks yeah again. dude Thanks so much appreciate it so on. much man for real for real dog yeah have a good one all right Keep you too safe, man bro. peace bro i right. love thank you for listening and please support us by rating us five stars it really helps follow us on instagram facebook twitter and all the other socials by searching for mrp show or visit us at mrpshow.com to stay updated until next time so much shit, but we don't work on anything more than ourselves And with all hard work comes some help So this for the love we never felt This for the kindness we ain't showed Just in case we look stupid Build a foundation just to remove it I see pain everywhere I go It's a predicament Especially when we just kicking it Hey, your love is weird It's selfish and jealous And about as honest as what the government tell us your love is a joke without the punchline Awkward smiling, I'll waste my sunshine Rest in peace Bob Einstein, the hero on the star Comedians don't know just how important they are Live three lifetimes and cram it in the bar Family don't understand it, so we just jamming in the car <laughs> Far from my house, but I'm home And it's snowing in the wrong, so I'm finally not alone <laughs> Far from my house, but I'm home And it's snowing in the wrong, so I roam And I roam, and I'm grown nowadays So I should probably speak up But I don't want the family to Dinner to start to heat up Your love is weird, you tell me what to do And I don't say shit, I just sit and look at you like Damn, acceptance is one hell of a concept Granny's still asking me when I'm getting my doctorate And I could try to explain my conscience But honestly, I don't pay much mind to nonsense Been calm since I pondered this a lot I don't love my mother any different to my brothers Let me simplify the plot It's all love, and it's all one for me It's like all these gods, see they all dumb to me Cause they all the same really We find the smallest differences to separate and claim out best to shame really And we use this train of thought to separate people Cultures, religions, us from the creatures And what does it teach us? Nothing You love is selective and hypocritical So don't you dare claim spiritual I see pain everywhere I go It's a mess and then you ask why I'm depressed Guess, guess, guess No longer am I yes, yes, yes Tension give me stress But I no longer care So I will fight back If you bring it over here Or just think of her And everybody disappear But at least it's something How much longer can a brother Keep the speakers pumping Love me, love me, etc, I forgot to hit record.